Hi there, my name is Harshad and I'm a 20-year-old fascinated with self-development. In this show, I'll discuss ideas and concepts that'll help you achieve a better quality of life and share my experiences of self-experimentation with morning routines and productivity strategies. This is what works for you. Welcome back to the morning routine series. Today, I'll be talking about a few things to keep in mind to help you build an easy and a not so intimidating exercise habit, plus some pitfalls to watch out for. If you're not someone who exercises regularly, you have to start now. Here's why. Our world has gone online. Sleeping is the longest we go without using a screen. There's no right or wrong here in terms of usage because we are still at home and everything is happening online and that's okay. But what's not okay is not taking care of your body. You need to move. It's really important. There are a ton of benefits I can list from the internet, but you probably already know them. And I'm not asking you to become an Olympic athlete. Just exercise for yourself. You know, whenever you catch a cold or a fever, you feel terrible for those two or three days. And that's when you realize the value of being in good health all year long. Well, to maintain that state of well-being, start exercising now. Like everything else, start small. I remember last year in April, I just started doing push-ups and I couldn't even do one in the beginning. Then slowly, I was able to get to one. Over the year, thankfully, that number has grown. The truth is, I'd always heard stories like this, but I never really believed them because I underestimated the power of consistency. Don't go off running five kilometers on day one, but just start small. You'll get there. Most people think that exercise means wearing sportswear and taking your gym bag and going to the gym to lift some weights, or maybe wearing a headband and going for a run. These things aren't wrong or bad in any way. There's just the stereotypes for exercise. So it doesn't have to be that complicated. Stretching for 15 minutes and going for a light walk counts as exercise too. So does dancing. If you're someone who likes going out of the house, awesome. In case it adds a lot of friction for you, There's no need to do that. Just stretch at home or use a workout app if you'd like to. Remember, the fancier your workout, the more things you'll need and the more dependent you'll be on these things. Be wary of going off track and using social media in case you plan to use a workout app. My routine looks something like working out at home and going for a run on alternate days. On the days that I'm home, I'll either listen to music or a podcast. So when I'm home, it's usually warm up, push ups and squats. These are just the three things that I do during my home workouts. But no matter what kind of exercise you're doing, I realize it's always a good idea to warm up. A few things that I do are toe touches, arm rotations and some basic stretches while warming up. You can look up some more on the net. But again, keep it simple and consult a trained professional before you execute. So initially, I never used to warm up before jogging because I figured that my pre-run walk 
will do the work, but I noticed a significant improvement in the time it took me to finish my track once I started warming up. So warm up. By the way, I love running. It's really freeing and it helps clear my head. I never carry anything except a watch when I'm out for a run. And if you've noticed, whenever you're running, it's a little difficult for the first few minutes and you really feel like stopping. But then there comes this moment when you sort of limber up and now all you want to do is run faster. I love that moment. I'm going to read a line from Phil Knight's Shoe Dog. I savored that physical awakening, that brilliant moment before the mind is fully clear, when the limbs and joints first begin to loosen and the material body starts to melt away, solid to liquid. That's what I love. In case you're looking to run or jog on a regular basis, be sure to do it with proper shoes and try jogging in a park. If you jog on concrete or tire roads, you might start feeling some pressure in your knees eventually. This happened with me, so I had to make that switch to jogging in a park. The only disadvantage I see is that the park is a little confined in terms of space, and I still enjoy running on the road a lot more, but I think the trade-off is worth it. I recently started trying out other activities like swimming or doing a little yoga, and it's fun. The idea is to try doing something different once a week. You can try going for a short trek, perhaps. Mix it up. You'll enjoy it. Just remember, if you're doing a heavy workout, sleep enough and eat enough. I'm not in any way a trainer, but these are just things to keep in mind. If you're pushing your body a lot, take care of it proportionately. I was listening to a Michael Phelps interview and he was talking about his hardcore daily routine. He followed it up by saying that he used to get eight to 10 hours of sleep a day and eat around 8,000 calories, which is four times the average adult male's diet. So basically he was asking his body to do so much. He had to take care of all of these things. And recovery is just as important, I believe. Up until very recently, I used to think that exercising all seven days of the week is the right way to go, but it's not. You need to give yourself a day off just to cool down and let your body recover. On your day off, you can either not exercise at all or maybe just a little light walk or some stretching, but nothing heavy. The reason is that your body does need to rest. And I've noticed after a day where I worked out, you know, a little intensively. The next day I end up feeling really rigid and unwilling to exercise. So I usually just do a little stretching for maybe 10 minutes and I let it go there. I'd like to end this episode by talking about something really interesting. This only applies to workouts and maybe running, but not for stretching. So over time, if you're exercising and tracking a few numbers, like the time to finish a track, number of sets, etc., you'll see this slow yet noticeable growth. But eventually, you'll have to consciously strive to beat your records because at a certain point, your natural growth needs to be complemented with those in-the-moment decisions to run just a little faster, to go just a little farther. And that's awesome. 
because it's really uncomfortable to do that it's the physical manifestation of the phrase outside your comfort zone by the way stay safe don't push yourself to say the double of what you normally do that might be risky talk to a certified professional if you're unsure but the fun part is that once you get used to pushing yourself like that you can take that mindset and apply it to other areas of your life putting in that little bit of extra effort for your family or your friends or maybe pushing yourself to finish that assignment so that you can get on to the next thing not giving in to the temptation of checking your phone when you're having dinner basically being comfortable being uncomfortable get what i mean so that's it for this episode remember to start out your exercise routine you can use a lot of the things that i've discussed in the previous episodes like the buddy system or the scoring system whatever works for you just be sure to have some sort of movement in your daily life because it will help you thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode if you'd like to stay tuned for future episodes feel free to subscribe i'd love to hear your feedback so you can go on to anchor.fm/whatworksforyou and send me a voice message until next time